0: welcome you to the sportcology institute training series and what do you watch for when you watch the olympics today in this series on watching the olympic games i want us to focus on what we watch and how it affects us and our performance in life the doctor donated his time to work with the national teams at the 10th olympic winter games in grenoble france when he wasn't taking care of athletes his eight millimeter camera was filming the best in the world He had been busy, but recorded the Nancy Green winning gold in the giant slalom run and the silver in the slalom. Upon arriving home, the first thing he did was get the film developed and anticipated an evening sharing his Olympic experience with his family. They planned the evening with popcorn and pop and began watching the Olympics on his home movies. Suddenly, they noticed that one of their daughters had disappeared and was no longer in the room. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I hope that you will tell everyone you know to go to their favorite podcast provider or to junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe. Click on download, like, rate, and review us and become an 831er, somebody that helps others live their best life because we've inspired you to live your best life. It's day 12 of the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo and 20 days to the 16th Paralympic Games and I hope you are watching the games and supporting the athletes. This is one of the few times I will tell you to watch TV. For a few minutes, the family carried on. Then they stopped and started calling her name and checking every room from top to bottom in the house. They couldn't find her. She wasn't in the basement. She wasn't in the garage. She wasn't upstairs in her bedroom. And so they checked outside in the front of the house and then to the neighbors and they still couldn't find her. The doctor thought maybe he should check the backyard and possibly the woods behind their house. When you watch anything that enters through your eye and ear sense gates, it has an effect on you. It reaches our emotions and as we get older, it takes more and more to stimulate our emotional balance. An infant only needs a cookie or a piece of fruit for its hands to reach out for it and smile. It creeps across their face gradually and then into an all-out grin. A toddler can be told a story talking about something that has disappeared and wonders where it is, and you can see their eyes look around and dart around wondering what happened to it. A teenager needs the words, the imagery, and sound to make them jump. An adult needs the story, the tension, and the drama to engage us fully in the experience. You see, it matters. And it matters a lot when watching the games because it is real life played out in front of us. These are real people doing real things that are, in some cases, very dangerous. Reality TV grabs our attention. These are real people on the screen responding in real time to the circumstances around them. We see the athletes in the games in the most challenging moments trying to find all they have to give. The camera shows every move and mistake and marvelous outcome. Watching TV has an effect on our habits and attitude toward being healthy and active. If young children watch TV without a purpose, it is developing poor habits. Olympic athletes have little time for it and earn the right to do so because they have too much to do. They complete what needs to be done and use it as incentive to perform as fast and as quick as possible. In our research, we found this is true of the 500-plus Olympic and Paralympic athletes we've interviewed. To be the best of the best, there is so much to learn and overcome that you have little time for watching on mindless television. Many could become the best if they only watch the best in the world at what they desire to become. And this is one time every two years when I strongly suggest that you watch as much as you can about the Olympic and the Olympic athletes and the real-life stories that are made available. Dr. Kreiner headed out the back door and walked into the woods. Sure enough, there she was. Kathy had logs spread out all over the place and was doing bench hops at the time. She had other logs for doing squats and for weightlifting and was working out. Kathy, what are you doing? Dr. Kreiner asked. Kathy said, if I'm going to be like Nancy Green and go to the Olympics, I must start training now. Her older sister and her went to the Olympic Games after they began their training in serious attention about what they wanted to do in reaching their full potential in the sport. In 1972, at the 11th Olympic Winter Games, they were both there. Laurie finished fourth in the giant slalom, missing out on the bronze medal by 12 hundredths of a second. Laurie and Kathy were inspired by what their dad did, and the 8 millimeter film turned it into action taken by both of them. They trained for four more years, and Laurie and Kathy returned to the 12th Olympic Winter Games in Innsbruck. Kathy had doubts about having number one, but she cut a run in the giant slalom with number one that 14 other potential champions took a shot at and couldn't catch. Kathy was Olympic champion in the giant slalom. The inspiration started with watching the 8mm film her dad shot. You can use this opportunity to capture your imagination. You can capture your children's imagination as they watch and express what interests them and what they can learn from it. However, if they're going to improve because the body will try and reproduce what it sees by spending time on a daily basis, watching the best of the best, you will see more rapid improvement. Your neuromuscular system tries to reproduce what it watches, what it sees. Anyone that watches a little toddler standing in front of a TV has seen them mimic the movements on the screens. Your body can do the same. What's amazing, without any training, they can come pretty close to the same movements so can you. Watching the best should be a daily part of your training and included in your training time in preparation for your next competitions. Invest your time in watching the best and avoid watching those that are not the best. Some people like watching bloopers or mistakes, but when those images are planted in the brain because they have a greater grip on the negative side of our emotions, it can be reproduced much easier than an excellent performance. My first exposure to my own skiing was a show made by Ed Hunter when I went to the Ski Meisters Christmas Ski Camp. There I was on TV at 12 years of age, and I could see myself. Invited to a friend's house to see it, I saw myself on TV, and from that moment on, I wanted to duplicate it. I bought and traded off over a dozen cameras shooting the best in each race and asking someone to shoot me so I could compare my technique to theirs. From a Brownie camera, to an Instamatic, to an SLR, to a motor-driven camera, to an 8 millimeter motion picture camera, and finally a high-speed Super 8 camera. Always finding a way to improve. It was the main reason I improved so fast. If you don't know what you look like, you don't know what you have to improve, to become better than the best. Watching the best and being able to reproduce it brings us closer to being able to improve upon a previous performance. Taking the time to break it down and improving upon it allows it to flow naturally through you. And when you least expect it, you will be able to do something you didn't know you were capable of doing. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will have grown and will have a better self-image the next time we meet. My quote for the day, give yourself an image to pursue and your pursuit will create a self-image that is better than it was.